We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 198. I'm Rando. And I'm Shara. And this is the, oh my God, where's Corey? He got stuck at work. He got stuck at work. He's yes, supposed it's, to be here, but it's just me and Shara. It's Shara's. a crazy day, so yeah, here we well, are. Well, part of the reason is he has to work till 10 tonight. Yeah, he thought they were closing at 9, but they're closing at 10. So Yeah, and a lot of times they did, like in the, our past podcasts, it's like, I'm okay starting at like 9.30, but it would be like 10.45 before you got... It's like, I can't do that. And then it's like that. midnight, 1 a.m., and you guys get a really funky podcast when we're here, when we're up <laughs> oh till my 1 a.m. It's like, well, Corey's half asleep anyway, so what we've decided to do is Shara and I are going to do the podcast herself, and then next week will be 2022. Boop, boop. And that's the title of this podcast, actually. Sayonara 2021. Hallelujah. I know. Yeah, we need to get... We need to get this done. But uh, anyway, in the meantime, we're recording this on December 26th. Yesterday was Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. What did you guys do? We went to Oklahoma. Went to to Miami. Yeah. We left Christmas Eve morning. Okay. And we stayed until last night. We drove home late last night. We got home around midnight. Because? Because Corey had to be at work Had to be at work. (laughs) Wow. It was kind of a rush two days. We kind of flew through those festivities. Um, We have multiple Christmases we have to get to. Oh, that's right. All of our family is in the same town. Well, your parents and his parents are there, right? We were high school sweethearts, so we grew up in the same town. Oh, wait a minute. I can't. Uh, keep going. I'm trying to look for the the drops. Our families are all in the same town. Our grandparents. Everybody's all there. So, thankfully, we're able to just go to one town and then drive from house to house. That's good, actually. Because, yes. you know, when you get older, like me, you know, everybody spreads out. Mm-hmm. So, you, like, I have a family in Republic. I mean, Megan and Logan and Yeti are in Fayetteville, you know. And now, my, my sister used to be in Oklahoma City. And so, oh, okay. us in Branson, my sister in Oklahoma City, and my mom and dad in Miami. So, the Miami was kind of the midway point for us. Sure. And that's where we would meet up, and that's the only time I could see my sister was when we were all there. But... Now she's moved to Miami. Oh, she did? Um, okay. Yeah, just this past year they moved to Miami. My, uh, her husband took a job there. And so now they're close, so we can go to Miami and see them and see everybody all at once. Now, you got a big family. I mean, you have sisters. I just have one sister. Oh, but Corey's got... Um, Corey has one sister. Oh, just one? Oh, yeah. I had a brother. he didn't have a brother? Nope. Okay, Just I don't him know. and his sister. And But his family is very close. Okay, so they do everything together. Okay. Everything. Every holiday, minor holiday, major holiday, grandma's birthday, grandpa's birthday, <laughs> they get together for everything. All meet up at grandma's house. That's so, great. You know, he's got cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff that all meet up and there'll be like 50 people at grandma's house. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. My mom's house is just us. Uh, my mom, my dad, me and my sister and our families. 
Okay. So it's still, I've got five kids and she's got three. So it's still a lot of people in one house. There's a lot of people. Wow. But we have a good time. We have a good time. Okay. So it was just a little bit rushed this year because we had to come flying home. We always stay a day or two. We always stay the day after or the day, you know, a couple days after. That would make sense. But yeah. you went the 24th, right? We left the 24th, Four, came and back then had the 20, 25th. You had all, most of the day So we had two days. Yeah. But uh, like I said, they were busy. We were running. But wow. it's okay because his last day for the season is Thursday. Ooh, the 30th. And we're going to go back to Oklahoma for New Year's. And then spend some And time. stay. We'll get to stay for a few days. Well, so. good. Well, I mean, and I'm going to bring it up now because so next week in the year 2022, we're gonna you're going to have some simmer down time. I'm going to have some simmer down time. So the podcast will be probably Monday or Tuesday. Because all our schedules free up yeah. now. So then it's gonna we can be do great. it whenever. <laughs> we can do it any night. Any night then. Yeah, with me too. Because my last night... Um, uh, I got. I start back up shows tomorrow, and we do the New Year's Eve show, which we do every year. It starts at nine, gets at 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 twelve midnight. I play Old Lang Syne, which takes about thirty five to forty seconds, and then by twelve oh one, I'm in the car <laughs> and <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> do you remember when Branson shut down in December? Oh gosh, yes. Like we would not still be going because oh gosh, before yeah. when he worked shows and theaters and everything by. December 10th, 11th, uh-huh. his season was over. He'd do his last show. They'd yep. have a big company Christmas party, and we were done for the season. Yeah. And I, I moved here in 1998, and then that was the first few years, and the entire town was dead. shut down. Christmas week, dead. It was crazy. There's nobody in this town. <laughs> you could. We used to actually come to town before we lived here. <laughs> we would actually come to town the week after Christmas and stay yeah. at one of the indoor water parks. Yeah. Because there was hardly anybody here. I seem like we got a discounted rate or something. I mean, we would have a blast. We'd come to an indoor water park in the middle of winter. Nowadays, people book a cabin or whatever, and they bring their whole family here for Christmas. They spend Mm -hmm. their Christmas here. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, there's so many people posting online like, oh, I want to go to Silver Dollar City. What would be a good day? Which day won't be so busy? There's not one. If no, you're coming th- the month of December, they're all busy. Oh, and especially this week. Oh, like, this week. Like we, Last week and this week are horrible. Yeah, we were talking bef- before the podcast. It's like, you know, people think, okay, well, everybody's had Christmas. Everybody's calming down. No. no. They're with their families, they're I think you They're still here said. on vacation with their families. And they want to go do stuff. They're so. off work. So <sighs> they just take that opportunity to go do stuff. It's because, I mean, used to, Branson would shut down. Oh, yeah. But they got to learning Hey, if we hey. stay open, people come. <laughs> yeah. So now and now they some shows stay open year round. Yeah. I now mean, they take like a week break and then they're back. But yeah, now we we won't go back until the first of March. But yeah, Corey has to be will. back the very first of March. But, okay. Well, you know, that's that's a couple of months. It's January, that. February off. Yeah, that that's pretty good. Now with me, I mean, it's me and my mother, and then I have my stepdaughter Megan, and of course Logan. And he's got a girlfriend now, Ruby, and uh, Megan's husband, Yeti. Uh, they all came up. It was just six of us, which is great. you know. But the problem was they came up at about 1130. They had to leave at one because Logan had to That's work. That's such a rushed Christmas. I mean, it's I like had to shove your food in and run. I know. It was. You know, it could, I mean, I had all the food ready. They came in. I mean, it wasn't too rushed because it's only six of us. So we, we had a, a, we had a good time. You know, they got the chance to see the scorpion carcass. Did I say that on the <laughs> podcast? I didn't say that, did I? 
He scared me. I went to the bathroom. Well, I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. Scorpion oh. carcass on the well, counter. Okay, I, I have to explain. Are we saving this for posterity or no, what? Well, I mean, the, the family loved it. Uh, now, what happened was I have a light at the bottom of my stairwell, and the light had gone out. It was like one of those curly Q lights that stay, you know, for 10 years or whatever. And I thought it just went out. So I went and I undid it. And I looked into the globe and I'm like, that's a scorpion carcass. Ew. Uh, yeah, that's well. I said ooh, and then panicked a little bit. It's like, hey, Who's it's dead? De- definitely dead. dead. And I thought, okay, this would be good to save. I don't know why I said that. Why you saved it? I don't <laughs> why know. Put did it I in say a that? jar or something? So I put it on a little Kleenex. I mean, I know it had. It's been... just laying on the counter on a paper towel. Yeah, but I I know it had been years because there was lots of spider webs above it. So it's like he's been dead a long time. It, yeah, that's he's why I said perfectly preserved though. That Petra, yeah. So I'm uh, when we're done here, I'm going to flush it or do something with it. It's like I. If you're not from Branson or live, we scorpions are a thing here, and if they you are. have a basement, they love basements. Well, see, that's what you're telling me. It's like they they. It's I have cold, not it's seen dark, one. It's damp. Yeah, but they like they like heat though, mm. because because the cliffs at Table Rock that when it gets really hot in the summer, you'll find scorpions all over. That I thing. mean, it's mostly. Just the cold, damp, dark that Ew. they like. Because they live in the cave at Silver Dollar City. They do? So it's not hot down there. I'm not. And my mother has a scorpion story. I mean, she. I would need to get her on the podcast sometime. But when she was young, she had a, a scorpion in, in her pajamas. I've told you all my scorpion her. story. Yeah. It's like, uh, when we first. And that was my only scorpion story. I don't know. And this one, we had a basement here in Branson. So. Ugh. Anyway, moving on, moving on. <laughs> so I, I had to do that, but uh, Christmas Day, yes, is it's a busy day for us. Okay. Um, we Corey has always done Christmas morning with his family. Okay, I grew up where we did Christmas morning just our immediate family. You know, my mom, my dad, me, my sister. Yeah, and then we would go to family. Okay, that's not how he did it. He did it to where. His grandma, granddad, everybody would come over and watch them open their gifts that morning. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> so that oh, is a tradition no. they have stuck to. Okay. Okay. So we used to get up before dawn. I mean, we'd <laughs> oh, get up no. at five or six in the morning. We would let our kids open their gifts from us. And then we would have to pack up, get ready, and go be at a family Christmas by 830 or nine in the morning. Like, Those poor kids. So they didn't get to op- they didn't get to play with anything. It was like rip open the gifts and hurry and get dressed. Here we gotta we go. go. <laughs> next Christmas, hurry, rope open the gifts. You know, next Christmas. It was like we did like four Christmases in one day, and it was just just mass chaos. No. So over the years, you know, and as they've gotten older too, we just have the two little ones now. We've decided let's just incorporate our morning Christmas with the family. Mm. So they get up, they open their stockings. Before everyone gets there, when they were younger, we would let them do their Santa gift. You know, they get one Santa gift. We right. let them open that before family got there, and then everything else we got them was just incorporated with. Right, right. But now the last couple of years, we just get up, they do their stockings, and then we get dressed, and family comes over. His sister, his mom, his dad, grandma, granddad, everybody gets together at eight thirty in the morning, and we open all our gifts at the same time, and then we eat lunch together. And then the extended family come for lunch. Okay. Okay, So the cousins, the aunts, and the uncles, they show up for lunch, and they open their gifts generally on their own because we've already done all of ours, just the ones from Grandma. And then we move on to my mom's house. (laughs) And do the whole thing again. We have another dinner. Oh. And then we open gifts from my mom. Wow. So we have it narrowed down to two Christmases where it used to be four. (laughs) 
Wow. But somehow. It would be a busy, yeah. It's just exhausting. But somehow, Corey has managed to always have to work the day after Christmas or be gone or something. I don't know. I'm something, always yeah. I'm always the one opening the billions of boxes. Oh, God. Stupid toys that are screwed oh. into the box and taped and stuff. <laughs> I you know oh so like next day so you're gonna have to be the one to have put them all the together jaws of life to get into these toys <laughs> so that is what I have spent my day doing so even the day after Christmas you're exhausted yeah so the kids bring me a toy I open it and two <laughs> seconds later they're done with it and they want another toy opened oh no <laughs> but I have not even opened half of them yet <gasps> no way like I have literally been opening toys all day but I am not even halfway through. We still have so many boxes they haven't opened. Well, so. see, but that's kind of good though because Corey's going to be working constantly through Thursday, so you got something to do, right? I know. <laughs> I got up this morning and my first thing was to put my house back together because it was just mass chaos. We brought everything wow. in from the car because we didn't want to get it stolen, so we brought right. everything in from the car last night. Basically, just dumped it in the living room and went to bed. <laughs> With, well, you, what, you get like it one was, o'clock. It was or after two midnight oh, when we gosh. got home, so oh. yeah, we just literally dumped everything. So I. I have o- I don't have OCD, but I get anxiety if when things, things are like, out of place. Yeah, okay. If my house is not clean, my bed's not made, I have anxiety. That could anxiety. be a nurse thing, too. I mean, because you want to get know. have stuff in order. Like, or... I become angry. <laughs> <laughs> I become irritated if things aren't in place. And I cannot sit down and just relax and watch TV if there's a mess. I think that's OCD a little bit. <laughs> so I cleaned everything. I at least stacked the boxes neatly in the room. Cleared off That's the good. kitchen table. We had a grocery delivery at 11. Yeah. Put all the groceries away. Cleaned the kitchen. Made my bed to where I at least felt a little bit better. Well, I, I think I was doing okay because the kids left about 1. And my mother was here. She lives in Springfield. And I said, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to go out and do stuff? And we're just sitting there. And she goes, well... She said, you could take me home and you can go play disc golf. It's like, yeah, I want to spend time with you or whatever. So we sat there and looked at each other. For 10 more minutes and you're like, no, really, take me home. It's like, okay. So so I took her home. It was great. You know, I had a great time. It, Megan divvied up all the food and took her. I came back and it's like, oh, I'm just going to relax by myself. I made myself a little sandwich because it's like 4.30. I turned on one of my shows on on the, the DVR and boom. Boom, your TV went out. My TV stopped working. Aww. And I thought, now what am I going to do? I might as well go play disc golf. <laughs> no, by this time it was 6 o'clock. Oh, it's like okay. I got the rest of the... I mean, I could, I could watch stuff you you know, on the book. computer. <laughs> no, it was fine. It, it, it was totally fine. But I thought, you know, Christmas, Merry Christmas to me. I get a new TV. You know, we almost <laughs> took the kayaks to, Mo- to Miami. Are you serious? Um, like up until that morning, we were planning on packing two of the kayaks along. I had already texted my son Grant to say... We need you to take the two kayaks in your truck because our van was going to be full of presents and, and luggage. So we're like, I need you to stop by before you leave for Oklahoma and get the two kayaks and stuff. Uh, because it, we knew it was going to be 70-some degrees Christmas yes. Eve. Yes. And it was like, how cool would it be to be on the water? In Oklahoma, we would go to Spring River. Mm-hmm. And it's really pretty. It's clear and pretty. Yeah. We're like, wouldn't it be cool to be on the water on Christmas Eve out kayaking because it's so beautiful? But that morning... The wind. Yeah. It was windy. That, and it was a windy drive. Well not a fun drive. That to Miami. leads us into the next the next like thing we need to talk about. Yeah. So we know, decided not to take the kayaks yeah, out. Yeah, too windy. Probably smart because we have had incredible wind these this past week. I do not like sharing the road with trucks in the wind. 
No, I mean, there's been wind advisories. There's been yeah. wind gusts to like 40 to 50 mile per hour. I've almost had a major wreck when it was just me and the kids. Oh, no. Just due to wind. I was driving to Miami one year. I, it was probably around Christmas time, but Corey wasn't with <sighs> us, so he had to work. And I got behind a semi, and I was passing, and there was a couple semis beside me. Yeah. And I got... That's always bad, because you're right there. Yeah. And it's like I got right at that point to where there was a break between the two trucks. All I can think is that a gust of wind came through, because I have no other explanation why I've lost control of my car. I am just driving along at the speed limit, because I don't go the speed limit, over the speed limit at all. Right. And all of a sudden, whoosh, I lost control. And I am like, my car is jerking back and forth, and I am hanging on to the wheel for dear life. Thankfully, there's a big center grassy median. Right. I'm bracing myself. To, to go there. To go into the median, oh. to, to try to steer the car to the median so at least we crash oh. in the median and not into these other trucks. I mean, like, that was the only moment in my life I prayed out loud, like, Jesus. Please, yeah. I didn't even know what else to say. It was like, oh my gosh, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yeah, And all of a sudden, my car just lined back out, and we straightened out. But, like, other cars around us noticed because they were— So they were, stayed away from you. <laughs> like, they were, they were going yeah. by and looking at me like, you know, like kind of giving you the thumbs up, like, you okay? Yeah. You all right? Yeah. You know, like, I had to pull over for a minute. I had to, I got to the next exit, and no, I kind of pulled off for a minute to yeah. catch my breath. To decompress, And I right? remember Grant was probably, like, 15. Oh, that's a while back. Yeah. And he was in the front seat with me. And I mean, like he was kind of like sitting on his, kind of to his knees, not on his knees, but kind of just turned with his feet up in the seat, you yeah. know, relaxing. And, you know, he, I remember him hanging on to both hand, the armrests for dear life while that was going on. And when I got control and we were okay, I mean, he looked at me, he's like, did we almost just die? <laughs> I'm like, well, I, yeah, like I had no control of the car. Like it was going everywhere. And I don't know how, but so I don't like wind. Yeah, I, I mean, don't what, like big trucks. But, but even even without having a you know a, a stout wind, those trucks you have to be really careful because they're going so fast. There's something called a a velocity vortex eddy behind the truck. So so the truck is going this way. I'm doing visuals to share associates. Trucks forward. going this way, but the wind <laughs> comes around. What it does, it curls back. Yeah. Behind the truck as it is going forward. The roads weren't slick or anything. No, it doesn't matter. But, and so it's but all that, it's all I could think was what happened. Yeah, yeah. But but what I'm saying is this is even without the wind, and so we, even when you pass, you're going to get some of that. Yeah, you know, you kind of feel your car. If you're exactly. right behind a truck, I mean, if you get right behind him, yes. you can feel yourself kind of uh, wavering. Right now, a little. add 45 to 55 mile per hour behind. With that, mm. that's the problem, and that's when we, they issue a wind advisory. People, a lot of people scoff. They say, "Oh, we're under a wind advisory." Well, there's a reason it's a for that. It's a dangerous thing if you, yeah. High-profile vehicles on the road, like you're saying, you know, they can't. You get a, a 55 mile per hour gust on a tr on a, you know, a, a, a semi. Trailer. Yeah, that's they going. Have no control that. of that. No, they don't, and that's why they say just be very careful. And if it gets above that, you know... it. And so many of them, their trailers were shifting back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing they can do about that. No. <clears throat> no, there, there's really nothing except just kind of stay in what, you know... And that's that's why they say, if you're like, like what you were doing, just be very aware of where that trailer is. And even if you're trying to pass, 
there, you got that little vortice that that velocity eddy right there. But you got another. <clears throat> what is wrong with my voice? Um, we're going to get to that in a minute. Uh, like it's going to push you out. So that's why we have a wind advisory. But you know what? The wind, like you just mentioned, it ushered in incredible temperatures. Oh my gosh! Could we not have had a more beautiful Christmas? Oh my gosh! Christmas. I mean, Eve. if we'd had snow, it'd been a little better. But you know, well, everybody likes snow. For if Christmas. you can't get snow, then you might as well have seventy degrees. Have seventy? Yeah, I, I think our weather station got like seventy three point eight or something. The on National Christmas Weather Eve. Service posted that it was six <sighs> degrees cooler than it was here on July fourth. On July. 4th. Fourth. Yeah. Six okay. Now degrees. think about that. So it now, was in no, the eighties. Say, on say July that 4th. again. Say that one more time. It was six so listen. Degrees cooler, cooler on Christmas Eve than it was on July fourth. Than it was on July fourth. So I mean, we got up to like seventy six. So it was in the eighties, which was a cooler July fourth, if you ask me. I mean, like. Yeah, that was good. Like, yeah, because normally it's like ninety or 100. Yeah, we yeah. obviously had a cool July fourth, but. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I mean, we rode to... My kids all had t-shirts and shorts on. Corey was in t-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops. Of course. Driving us to Christmas. Like, we're usually freezing. That's insane. We're usually bundled up, and it's cold. Here's the thing. I usually hate loading the van and unloading the van, you know, with all the presents because Uh it's so cold outside. You know, so you just run back and forth trying to load. No. I stood out there playing... I just went lost of my game. (laughs) Uh, play wind, mm-hmm. wind and stuff. Okay, whatever the game was you used to play on Game Boy. Oh, Re-line I don't play all the Game blocks Boy. Up. I don't know. Tetris. Tetris. Oh, oh my te- gosh, I went blank. <laughs> yeah, I just stood I'm out old. there playing Tetris with all the gifts and making them fit perfectly in the van, and it was beautiful outside. So, oh, that's great. There was no rush. Well, I mean, I have a little uh, tidbit from in other news. I got some more in other news, <laughs> but I'm going to put it in the A block. Um, they, the National Weather Service in Springfield, actually, the National Weather Service, NOAA, uh, said December of 2021, we're pretty much on target to be the second warmest December on record. I believe it. Since, since like 1889. Because I don't remember one. ever having these temps. I remember milder Decembers, and I remember Christmases where it was in the 40s or 50s and felt oh nice compared to, you know. Wait, I, I got a graphic. Okay, yeah, okay, so... Uh, I'm looking at this graphic. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, in 1889, it's ranked number one warmest. The average temperature in December was 51.8. The number of days with lows below 32 degrees was six. The The number of days with highs above 60 was 21. The number of days with highs above 70 was eight. So there's Crazy. eight days. Now, this is in 1889. Uh, part of the warmest winter, December through February of 1889 to, eight, to 19, 1890. Now, we right now, uh, we still got, what, five days left or whatever, but pff, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, 2021 ranks number two with the average temperature in December, 47.7. Number of days with lows below freezing, 10. Number of days... Uh, with highs above 60, 13, and number of days with highs above 70, 6. We've had six days of, de- of December with highs above 70 degrees. I mean, it's crazy. So we're going to see how that plays out because, I mean, we've still got, let's see, let me look at the, the thing here. Um, I don't think we're going to get 70 anymore. I mean, we've done our 70s, but, but, but here's the thing. We've got an unsettled uh, pattern this week. A warm front is going to be lifting north, and it's National Weather Service is pretty much causing or calling for the potential for flooding now. Uh, 
along the I-44 corridor because that warm front is coming out. Now, warm Which front... Is exactly where we go to Miami. Exactly. <laughs> now, now this is overnight Monday into Tuesday. Uh, and we, we had a warm front a couple of weeks ago, and that's when we got 4.8 inches of rain here. Well... Do you remember that when it just rained and we had, we had all rain, this rain, fun- rain, rain all day rain, long? Yeah, that was responsible. Uh, a warm front was re- responsible for that. But now another warm front is going to lift, but the axis is going to be a little bit further north along I forty four. So right now the current projection of rainfall for Branson is like a yeah, quarter to a half inch. So it's going to rain, but not certain that we're going to get like. A lot, maybe an inch at best, but along I-44, Springfield up towards Lebanon and Rolla, the potential for two to four inches of rain. And that's uh, those training thunderstorms, showers and thunderstorms, just kind of like it did here when uh, they closed Roark Valley Road or whatever. Uh, But you know what? Right after that, right after that, that warm front is going to return to the south as a cold front. So Wednesday, the highs. Oh, wait, wait, let me back up. The high on Tuesday, after the rain ends. Now, this is next Tuesday. No, no, this is tomorrow. This Tuesday, okay. Yeah, the day after tomorrow. Because we're recording this on Sunday. Day after tomorrow, the, the rain's going to come in Monday night. It's going to end by noon on Tuesday. The sun's going to come out, and the temperatures are going to soar maybe to 70. They're talking about upper 60s because we're going to be in the warm sector. I kind of got ahead of myself. Because I was wanting to go to Silver Dollar City this week one more time, if I could. Go on Wednesday? But my thinking is I want to go on the least crowded day. If there's a risk of rain, people won't go. Right. So no, I we're, was we're thinking, good. Wednesday and Thursday, we're good. Now, Thursday's not going to be a good day because it's the last day they're open. I say go Wednesday. And it's, <laughs> and it's coupon day. But Tuesday, I thought, man, if there's even like a chance of rain in the morning, that'll scare people off. Okay. Oh, I... To I see where I can go in the afternoon, right, right. and it's not going to rain. The rain should end by noon, and then the sun's going to come out because that's when the cold front's going to be. It's going to be windy and probably the high on Wednesday, Wednesday about 55. No, Thursday. Because I don't want to go no. when it gets colder because Wednesday the temperature's supposed to drop, right? Right, right, because that's when the cold front's coming through. But, yeah, we'll be in the warm sector on Tuesday. So once the sun comes out, we should be in the upper 60s. Then on Wednesday, the front comes back down as a, as a cold front. Then we're going to start uh, cooling down, like in the fifties. Yeah, but a- another warm front is coming. But Silver Dollar City's not open after Thursday, so there you go. Uh, we're looking at uh, fifty-five on Wednesday, but New Year's Eve, which is Friday, temps should be back up around sixty-four degrees. And okay, here's something we need to talk about briefly: um, a big pattern shift is about to take place. Kind of pattern. Yeah, ma- models have pretty much been consistent on this, so uh, there's a lot of details we're not going to talk about because we don't know, but it looks like a big chunk of cold air from Canada is wanting to come down and make itself known after the first of the year, so probably like next Sunday. Uh, the first, January 1st, New Year's Day, is Saturday, so probably Sunday there's pretty good signal that a chunk of cold air is going to come down. I'm not going to mention the S word yet, but the National Weather Service is saying maybe some flurries because Yay. of the cold air coming down. So what that's, uh, they said in the um, 
uh, AFD, the Area Forecast Discussion. See, Corey always fills in my my thoughts when I'm just, <laughs> he's not here. Sorry, you're not, you're I not can't fill in, in my your thoughts. thoughts for you. Yeah, you're not filling in my thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I almost texted him like, is there anything you need me to say? <laughs> We'll do, we'll do that at the weather school. No, but the weather, the, the, the National Weather Service is saying keep an eye on the forecast, but disregard any specifics right now. So that's what we keep saying. When you look at models, you look at trends. You don't look at what they're saying 10 days out. You look at are they trending this way, and then we get closer to that event. That's when we start getting details. So uh, anyway... This is kind of an odd segment to bring back, but I definitely wanted to bring it back because I've got... Because it was needed. Because it was needed. I I can speak from personal experience on this one. Yeah, if people really understand that, this is the pollen report. and It should be too cold for allergies right now, but it's not. It's it's staying in the 60s and 70s. It's December. It's too warm for the allergens to die. I have been sneezing my head off, and it's not COVID. And you have too. I'm better now, but last, well, Monday, yeah, I started sneezing. I was outdoors at Silver Dollar City, and I started sneezing my head off. By the next morning, I was miserable. My nose was running. (laughs) My eyes were itching. I had a headache. I was miserable. And it was all in my head. I knew it was allergies because I do this every year. Well, yeah. By the next day, I felt fine. Exactly. You know, I had still a little bit of a stopped up nose, but like I felt fine. Uh-huh. But I had a little bit of cough lingering or like it was mostly, this will sound gross, but like you choke on phlegm. You, right. You right. know, you your nose that, is running. Like I'm doing in the podcast. <laughs> and you yeah. choke on that. So yeah. like I needed to finish up a little bit of Christmas shopping and I'm wearing a mask everywhere I go. Uh-huh. And I'm terrified of coughing. <laughs> like, oh, I know. So you're in the store and you're like trying to hold in that cough as much as you can. That, that's the bad thing nowadays. I mean, if you cough. People the first think pe- you have COVID. That, yeah. First pe- first thing thought the people think is like, oh my gosh, she has COVID. Well, no, there's tons of stuff. You're, I, I hope you I can... knew it was my same thing I get every year. Oh, me like, too. I know exactly how it starts. I know exactly how it's going to go. It was the same thing I get yeah. every year around this time. Yeah. I get this allergies flare up to me it's a pattern i get the itchy throat and if it doesn't stop then all of a sudden my nose is going to start itching and i'll sneeze four times i'll blow my nose and i'll be fine yeah for a while (laughs) it's like i know what an allergy attack is so let me tell you i went i thought okay people are having these snotty nose things let me go to pollen.com and see what's going on you're not going to believe this i I texted you because i was like is there something high i'm miserable today (laughs) well and i looked in it okay so here's what pollen.com says today the pollen count is 7.1 which is medium medium high is 7.3 so we are almost a medium high wonder i was miserable but guess what the predominant pollen is what juniper I'm allergic to juniper. I, I don't know which one specifically. I just know pollen is not my friend. It's a tree. It's some tree. I uh, mean, I know. I, just don't, <laughs> I don't know what specifically causes mine to flare up. Oh. Pollen in general. No, juniper, I am allergic to I've always been allergic to pollen because since norm- I was a kid. Normally, we don't have, have to deal with this until spring. This is when the pollen report. And when juniper does its thing, I start seizing and go crazy. Well, guess what? It's the 26th of December. I had people posting that they had certain flowers and stuff blooming. 
right now because it was so warm out. Their flowers were blooming. Nature does. Poor nature doesn't know what to do. These these poor plants. And guess what? There's, you know, we're going to go in a cold pattern. I think Mother Nature saw 2020 and 2021 <laughs> and, and just thought, you know what? If y'all can do whatever you want, I can do whatever I want. There to. she goes. <laughs> let's give you some 70 degrees in the middle of December. And and let's yeah. give, you know, the Pacific Northwest, who's used to chili, let's give them some 100 degree temps. Yeah, let's just do that, you know. Yeah, I think Mother Nature is just like, yeah, offer rocker. Let's, let's give point. a snowstorm and a blizzard in Hawaii. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're exactly that, that blizzard warning. I think she's just messing with us just I to think, fit in. I think I just want to stay inside my house and not go anywhere. Honestly, <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah, so so the the run out of the week Monday tomorrow, uh, the the pollen count is six point nine, so where it's going to be about the same. Tuesday now Tuesday, remember it's going to rain Monday night into Tuesday, so the pollen count goes way down to two point nine. Good. Then the sun comes back out, and then Wednesday, it's back up to medium low at 4.5. And then Thursday, another little front comes through, 3.1. So if we can just get through these couple of days, and I can tell if I don't take my Claritin, oh my gosh. Because I'm out playing disc golf. It's 70 degrees. I'm going to be out on the disc golf That course. was the other thing that I knew that it was the allergies, because my no. daughter was doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and she has allergies year-round. Yeah. Like, she takes Zyrtec frequently. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I took Claritin, gave her her Zyrtec, and yeah. we both felt better. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. As soon as I, as soon as I, that my Claritin kicks in, then I know it's not COVID. <laughs> I mean, the, the scare, the scare is real. It really is. It is. Okay. Well, oh, you know, I forgot to tell you. Happy winter. It's Grant's Happy birthday. Winter. Happy and birthday to my 23-year-old yes, son. Uh, we, we did go through winter on the 21st. Uh, that was before... Um, uh, that was after the podcast last week. So want to wish everybody happy winter. And the days are getting longer. Thank you. The days are getting longer. Uh, but see, I don't if, feel like it because it's dark outside soon. Yeah, but see, if Corey was here, he would tell us the amount of minutes and seconds longer it's getting Indeed per day. he would. Yeah, so Corey, come on. On you the know. way to work this morning, he was looking at the sky. I think it was around <laughs> 10. And he's like, man, I bet the sunrise this morning was gorgeous. It was. Because I had to go <laughs> to the bathroom well, early. We, we weren't it. up in the sunrise this morning. <laughs> we think we went to bed around one thirty. Oh, geez. I mean, we got home at midnight. Right. By the time we unloaded the car, <sighs> got kids to bed, got ourselves to bed. I think last time I looked at the clock, it was one thirty, two o'clock. So oh we were not up for sunrise. No. Well, like we I said, I barely be- were up when the alarm went off I, at nine. It, it, like upstairs, like I, ha- I have a little window that the, the, sh- the shade is like a little up, you know, because it lets light in. It's like, so I always peek out. I was like, oh, that's pretty. And then I went back to bed. Now, so we I didn't talked care. about We talked about his grandparents and how they're on blood thinners and their house is very right. Warm. Oh, right. Oh, Lord. I <laughs> spent Christmas Eve and Christmas Day just smothering. Oh, and I'm, no. I'm a cold natured person. I'm not. Right. A heart person. I'm usually cold. Um, their fireplace was going. Their heat was going when we got there. On oh my Christmas gosh! Eve. Both. Oh my Seventy-eight gosh. degrees outside. <laughs> you walk inside and it's hotter. It's like. Bleh. So when we went to bed, we went and hung out at my mom's for a while, and the kids <laughs> played outside because it's cooler there. <laughs> and then we went back to grandma's at bedtime. Oh my! And gosh. I mean, yes, my my kids are used to that. My we make yeah. our house cold at night. The, I am cold nature, but I have to have my house cold at night because I have to have blankets. Oh, to, to snuggle in. Yeah, right. so I can't sleep with blankets and be hot. So I make it colder so that I can put the blankets on and be cozy. Gotcha. So my kids are the same way. And so we're trying to tuck them in and they're hot. The rooms, the bedrooms are, are miserably. So 
We opened windows. Good. We opened our windows in our room. We had fans going. Um, I took shower with the bathroom window open to get some it was so air. hot. So, well, you, it's already hot in there, and then you turn on the steam from the shower. Oh my gosh! So yeah, yeah we really. had all the windows open in our bedrooms and the fans blowing on us all night long, just oh, to be able to survive there. And then, I mean, I hadn't thought of it. I packed, you know, their Christmas sweaters and Christmas stuff. Of course, because it's supposed to be thirty-two. And it was right? Way too hot for that stuff. They were having to wear just regular old t-shirts, and it was fine. We got through it. <laughs> and we were at my mom's house and we were all in her living room now her house was hot christmas night okay and uh, like several of us were like it is so hot in here like mom i'm, I'm dying <laughs> like you've got to turn the air on and i was like we can't open a door she has a her living room's kind of at the one of those where you come in the front door and you go by like a front room and an entryway and then you know the the living room's actually at the back of the house oh okay and there's a door though that goes out to the backyard but that was where she put her tree uh, so normally so we can't open the we door. We would open that oh, door and just shut the screen and let the air in. We couldn't even open that door because she put her tree there this year. And one of my nieces was like, "Can we open a window?" And I'm like, "Do you see any windows? Like, there's no other windows in the room except that door." So we're like, "We are just gonna suffer together." There you go. Oh gosh. So it was like it was so nice to get home and like have in a air- cold house, yes, a cool house, and be able to turn on. My ceiling fans, and I actually got a little bit chilly last night. Well, it, that that that's okay because technically it is meteorological winter. We should be colder, and you know the weather school is all about that this time. Is it now? It is. It's the uh, meteorological it's versus the Mets astronomical. Versus the Astros. Yeah. Oh wait, it's not mass baseball. Okay, sorry. No astronomical. <laughs> there it is. Meteorological. Seasons start on the first day of the month of the astronomical season. And the astronomical season has to do with the Earth and the moon and, well, maybe not the moon, but the tilt of the Earth. So this little weather school gives you all the information you need to know about the tilt of the Earth and meteorology. No, astronomical, which I don't know. (laughs) One of those two. I don't know. You'll figure it out. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed our weather school. We are officially in meteorological winter now, but how does that differ with astronomical winter? Meteorologists and climatologists break down the seasons into groupings of three months based on the annual temperature cycle as well as our calendar. We generally think of winter as the coldest time of the year and summer as the warmest time of the year, with spring and fall being the transition seasons, and that is what the meteorological seasons are based on. Meteorological spring includes March, April, and May. Meteorological summer includes June, July, and August. Meteorological fall includes September, October, and November. And finally, meteorological winter includes December, January, and February. By following the civil calendar and having less variation in season length and season start, it becomes much easier to calculate seasonal statistics from the monthly statistics. 
both are which very useful for agriculture, commerce, and a variety of other purposes. The equinoxes mark the time when the sun passes directly above the equator. In the northern hemisphere, the summer solstice falls on or around June 21st, and the winter solstice on or around December 22nd. The vernal or spring equinox on or around March 21st, and the autumnal equinox on or around September 22nd. These seasons are reversed, but begin on the same dates in the southern hemisphere. The Earth actually travels around the Sun in 365.24 days, so an extra day is needed every fourth year, creating what we know as leap year. This also causes the exact date of the solstices and the equinoxes to vary. Astronomical timing as the basis for designating the temperate seasons dates back at least to the Julian calendar used by the ancient Romans. It continues to be used on many modern Gregorian calendars worldwide, although some countries like Australia, New Zealand, and Russia prefer to use meteorological reckoning. The precise timing of the seasons is determined by the exact times of transit of the sun over the tropics of Cancer and Capricorn for the solstices and the times of the sun's transit over the equator for the equinoxes, or a transitional date close to these times. These astronomical seasons are not of equal length because of the elliptical nature of the orbit of the Earth. From the March equinox, it currently takes 92.75 days until the June solstice, then 93.65 days until the September equinox, 89.85 days until the December solstice, and finally 88.99 days until the March equinox. There are also six ecological seasons. First, there's the pre-vernal, early or pre-spring, and that's from February to March. Deciduous tree buds begin to swell. Some types of migrating birds fly from winter to summer habitats. There's vernal, which is spring, and that's from March to late April. Tree buds burst into leaves. Birds establish territories and begin mating and nesting. There's the estival, which is the high summer, and that begins in June in the most temperate climates. Trees are in full leaf. Birds hatch and raise offspring. There's the serotonal, or late summer, and that generally begins mid to late August. Deciduous leaves begin to change color in higher latitude locations, above 45 degrees north, Young birds reach maturity and join other adult birds preparing for autumn migration. The transitional harvest season begins by early September. There's the autumnal, and that generally begins from mid to late September. Tree leaves in full color then turn brown and start falling to the ground. Birds start migrating back to their wintering areas. And finally, there's hibernal, which is winter. It begins in December in mild temperate and November in the cool temperate. Deciduous trees are bare and fallen leaves begin to decay. Migrating birds are settled into their winter habitats. A little fun fact. 
In the winter, anywhere from January 2nd through January 5th, the Earth is actually closest to the Sun, or what we call periapsis. And on the flip side, in summer, anywhere from July 4th through July 7th, the Earth is farthest away from the Sun, or apoapsis. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you have it, the difference between astronomical and meteorological seasons. We are in winter now, so... Uh, Happy you... birthday to my son, whose birthday was on the first day of winter. I know. Grant, what is he, like 30 now? 23. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've only been married for like 20... I'm only 25, so oh. I don't know how I thought, that works. I thought we decided it was 27. I wasn't sure. You said... Mm -hmm. the, the, 26 was a good year. That was a good year. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll go with that. So, okay, it's time for happy birthday, baby boy. Yes, I know birthday, he Grant. listens to our podcast. He better, he better, he needs to get he here. He, I want him over. Around. Yes. Well, oh, well, you know what? Maybe. Well, I know Corey will be here. Garen has to come in the next week or so because he has to do it for school. Oh, okay. He has to do a job shadow or something for school. So, okay, so so Grant so needs to watch. Garen, so Grant needs to watch the kids. Yeah, just that one time. Then Grant can come be on. And it won't be stupid late because now Corey and I will be right. both off. We, we can, can do, do it, it again like back earlier. like we did at yes. 6.30 to 7 o'clock. Yes, perfect, perfect. All right. Okay, so moving on. Sorry. No, you're fine. Rando made hot ma uh, homemade rolls. Yes, I made homemade rolls. I had and some I'm extra. And I'm chowing down on one. <laughs> Shara's doing it. She's getting ready. I'm going to talk for the in other news, and then she's going to have her segment. So she's going to dazzle me with facts here. So, for, but first, uh, I wanted to say uh, we covered the um, warmest December on uh, second warmest December on record. The average high and low uh, at the Springfield. Airport in Fort Springfield is around 45 degrees for a high and around 25 degrees for a low. I think it, the low drops to eh, about 24 degrees. Now this is all average right after the first of the year. Um, again, this is average, and still for Branson, you can kind of add a degree or two. That's what I always say. Uh, we're a little bit further south, so it's about 46, 25 somewhere in there. And uh, oh, and. This was the cutest thing. I don't know if you saw it. <clears throat> Did I clear my throat? What is wrong? I, I took I took my 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 medicine. I don't know what. Um, uh, one of our avid followers, Lori Let Brown, uh, did a little poem. I think she heard uh, the poem. The poem from last week. <clears throat> yeah, and she made her own poem, and it was so cool. I told I told her I was like, I'm going to read this on the podcast. So I stole it. This is from L O R I Lori, Lori Let Brown. So here is her poem. "'Twas the day before Christmas with no bad weather reports, and the folks of southwest Missouri were out wearing shorts, rushing to Walmart for some milk and potatoes and maybe some candles in case of tornadoes." <laughs> I love it. Why, uh, while ma while many are dreaming a Christmas of white, I'm wondering if I'll need AC tonight. <laughs> love it. Before you start wondering what's coming out of my mouth, I'm just saying Merry Christmas from Missouri and the South. That is an awesome poem. I love it. I know it was great. <laughs> So I, I told her I was going to read that. Uh, okay, so while we're doing shout-outs. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Thanksgiving. 
Okay. Corey and I arrived into Miami very late at night. All right. I picked him up from work at like 9, 930. Oh, gosh. And then we made the two-hour drive oh, to Miami. Um, <laughs> so it was like close to midnight. He was hungry. He hadn't eaten. And so the only thing open, of course, Miami's a small town. Right. We, there's nothing open past 10 o'clock, past <laughs> 9 o'clock, um, except the gas stations. Okay, so Love's is near uh, where we need to turn to go to his grandparents' house where we stay when okay. we're there. Um, we went into, he's like, can you just go in and get me a bag of chips? Anything, you know? Well, they had, I didn't realize this when we went in, they have like a sandwich making station, like Subway. Okay. They make their own little sandwiches. They also have pizzas. They have Godfather's pizzas. In mm, there. I love Godfather's. Okay. So I'm like leery of eating a sandwich from a, a gas station, <laughs> from a Love's. But they looked good. And the, the girl making the sandwiches was so sweet. I mean, like she was just so nice. Because I was like, are you still making sandwiches? And, you know, I'm thinking like they're closing. Yeah. She's like, oh, absolutely. She was so friendly. Um, so she made him a sandwich. Well, you know, it smelled good. So I was like, you know, make me one too. <laughs> so I had her make nice. me one. Yeah. So we went back to grandma's and we ate our sandwiches and I was like, oh my goodness, like this is the best sandwich. Like this is way better than Subway. <clears throat> it was just good. It was full of meat and the vegetables were fresh. Yum. It was a good sandwich from yeah. the Love's gas station. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. Because there's an actual, there's a little, I don't know what it's, it's a little, it looks like a gas station, but they don't have gas. It's just a little market. Like a convenience store. Yeah, it's just yeah. a little small market that's family owned. There's one guy that owns it there in Miami. It's been there forever. It's called Knott's Grocery. Uh-huh. So they, they have limited. It's just a very small little place, but they have the best sandwiches. Oh, my gosh. He'll make sandwiches <laughs> on the okay. spot for you, and he has fresh meat, all kinds of stuff. Anyway, but, of course, they're not open. They close at like 6 o'clock. Gotcha. So we eat our love sandwiches. So I've been craving one of these sandwiches since we went there because it was that good. <laughs> so we go back Christmas Eve. You know, we're there all day. Uh-huh. We ate lunch. We ate dinner with my mom. Like nine o'clock at night, I'm hungry. I'm like, I am hungry. I'm like, do you think Love's is open? I'm like, Love's doesn't ever close, do they? It's a gas station. They're going to stay open all the time. And he's like, do you want to go get a sandwich? And I was saying I was craving and I'm like... You know, I wasn't joking with that. He's like, oh, I knew you weren't. I knew you weren't joking. He's like, do you want to go? Yeah. I'm like, I kind of do. So we went to Love's <laughs> just down the road. Miami is a small town, so five minutes right. gets you anywhere. We go down the road and we go to Love's, which is a happening place because nothing else in town is open it's on open, Christmas right. Eve. <laughs> the same girl <laughs> oh. is behind the sandwich counter. And I remember her because her name was Quinn. Which was an unusual, not an unusual name, but different. And I love it. I think it's a beautiful name. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you made our sandwiches for us when we were here in Thanksgiving. I'm like, you know, we live out of state and we only come here because our family's here. And she's like, oh, really? I'm like, they were the best sandwiches. I'm like, they were so good that like we crave them now. And so we wanted to come (laughs) back and get her face lit up. Okay. So here's my thing. With COVID and people working short-staffed and people are being berated way more than they should be Mm -hmm. because of masks and things like that. So I go out of my way now to try to make employees feel important. Sure. I want to make sure if they've done anything to me at all that's been nice or just slightly out of their way, even if it's their job, I don't care. I compliment them. That's good. I give them a smile and I'm like, you're doing awesome. Thank you so much. But... I wanted to make sure she knew that she did a great job making these sandwiches. She was so sweet. I mean, she got the biggest smile on her face. Good. But then she noticed my hat. You were wearing your storm I was wearing hat. my storm hat. And she Ooh. goes, oh, 
You know Stormdar? Where did you get that Stormdar hat? She did? I was like, you know who Stormdar is? And she's like, yeah, we listen to Stormdar all the time. Oh my gosh. I'm like, my husband is Stormdar. I'm like, let me go get him. He was in the back of the store oh. picking out drinks and stuff. And this I was like, great. let me go get my husband. And that just like made my whole day. Oh, that's great. Because first of all, she's a sweetie. She's adorable. And she knows how to make sandwiches. If you're in the Miami area, yeah. <laughs> go to the Loves and ask for loves Quinn. And, yeah, make She'll sure make Quinn's you there. An amazing sandwich. But she was so sweet. And I, I couldn't believe she knew who Stormdar was. Yeah, so I that just makes me so thrilled when I go places and people recognize Stormdar. You know, they right. uh, they don't have to know me or Corey, but they say, Stormdar, you're you're you st- you know them. Yeah, they don't I, recognize us because they just see us on Facebook and stuff. So right. rarely have and they, they ever don't seen ever our see you. I mean, they hear you right. on the podcast, but yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. So I, we went all the way two hours away and we were recognized. So anyway, you, I got your sandwich and you shout came back out home. to Quinn. She makes an Quinn. amazing yeah, sandwich. So Quinn, if you're ever listening to this, uh, make me a sandwich. Right. She's I'm, awesome. I'm not, I'm not Shara's husband. I'm, I'm, I'm the other half of storm or the third of storm. I'll bring you back a sandwich. Yeah. Man. So you start posting now. So you, I have to, I can't say Corey is half. It's all <clears> thirds. <throat> now. I don't really you, want to post. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm on a plane and Corey's in a cave, you're going to have to. Let's not ever do that again. Okay. I, that Just was saying. so rare. It was so Just rare. Just saying. Let's not lever, never, ever but, but, have okay. a storm when you guys are both okay. unavailable. What are the chances? Again. I got to ask my buddy the Gary. The odds are slim to none. I know. I'm on a plane. Corey's in a cave. There's a tornado heading in Branson. And Shara's just had surgery. And Shara's just had surgery. Let's like, have a tornado. <laughs> Why not? What is it? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So that's I what, need to teach Garen to post because he would have done a better job. You know, Garen would just be like that. He but could do he it. He wasn't home. Where well, was he? I. I I don't know. Oh, it's your he was kid. At a house. <laughs> what? He was staying the night with a friend. Oh. Which who? Well, still, it doesn't matter. He needs to be able they, to post. By the way, they had a tornado shelter. Good. So, like, when but I, he needs to post because though. first thing I do when there's a tornado warning or storm warning or anything, I find out where my kids are. If they're not home, I'm like, are you safe? Where right. are you? And are you safe? Because I have two adult children. I can't right. really control where they're at. Yeah. But I can at least say, are you safe? Are you aware of the weather? Exactly. And they can always be like, yes, mom, and we're they taking And they know how to follow Stormdar they weather. They follow Stormdar. Yeah, and or they, they know, can just text dad. They you know, know <laughs> how to check the, the skies, too. But they're Good. always like, yes, mom, we're fine. We're safe. But I, I had texted Garen. Good. Which I knew he was with a very well-trusted friend. So Good. I knew they were doing what they needed to do. Um, and he's like, yes, we're in the tornado shelter. We're fine. We're all in the basement. Um. So then I'm texting Grant. Grayson was in Miami. So I wasn't as concerned with him because right. they weren't getting the yeah, they're, yeah. But I texted Grant because he wasn't home. I'm like, and plus he lives on the top floor of an apartment. So if he was home, I'm like, get out. Or go down. <laughs> you, yeah, go downstairs, you need to come right. downstairs to my house. Um, so I'm like, where are you? Are you safe? He's like, yes, I am. We're taking cover. All Perfect. my base is covered. So. Yeah, I think I said, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago or whatever, but as soon as I landed and I got signal... Uh, Andy Hughes, you know, yes, the Hughes brothers. Yes, he said me. you already had texts. Yeah, he's like, do, do we need to do something with the audience? Like, no, because at that point I was on the ground. I could see the storm, the actual right. circulation was no. I was like, no, you're good. Just hang on. I it's was gonna be over. checking the site. I, I mean, like, as frequently, I was just checking constantly and I was checking the radar to see and I was running outside 
to look to see what was going on. Like a real weather person. It was person. scary Yay. looking outside. <laughs> and, and I'm half out of my I mind. I wish I was here. I wish I was here. <laughs> I'm half out of my mind well, on yeah. anesthesias too. So, you know, that <laughs> made everything <laughs> better. But I remember seeing a post pop up. Like I got a notification that Stormed Our Weather had posted. And I knew it wasn't me. And I knew it wasn't Corey. Because he was texting me frantically saying, I can't post. I can't post. Like his phone literally wouldn't let him yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. Because when there's so many people on Silver Dollar City and they're all on their phones, yeah, the they, networks go down. Right. So he was barely getting texts through to me. <laughs> oh, I no. mean, I wasn't barely getting those, but he's like, I can't post. Randall's on a plane. <laughs> I mean, I'm panicking. <laughs> so I saw your. If you're an administrator of our site, it tells you who posted them. Right. Yeah. So we can see who exactly posted each post. And I saw that first post pop up and it said, posted by Randy Luna. I'm like, ha! Hallelujah! He's landed. I've landed. I I don't have to do this anymore. (laughs) I'm on some kind of weird train. It's like, okay, I see it. I see it. But the problem was my my phone had 12% battery power (laughs) at that point. It's like, no. I was panicking because I was like, I don't know what to do. And then my thing was, like, I could post. I mean, I can see what a storm warning is. You're not fully trained on how to do what we do, though. And, like, I could post, but my, my fear was somebody would ask a question. Like wanting no, more details. No, don't worry about that. You know, like that. you guys know the details and no. you can be like, oh, it's going to go this way or that way. I'm like, I can literally only give you the information right. that the National Weather Service is giving me right now. That's what Anything we do. Anything more than that, I don't that's, know. That's what we do. The National Weather Service has all this information. We just copy it. But you know, people comment like, what time is it going to hit my town? I'm like... I don't know. Well, you know, we do the Just same thing. Cover. We do the same thing because a lot of people want to know specific towns, and I, I understand that. We're not God. Well, but I understand. You know, if we were sitting here with, like, blown-up radars and look, it's like, okay. Yeah, it'll give you time for So, so I, I understand it, but it's like, you poor thing. We need to train you more. So, I know. I mean, like, I was terrified people were going to be posting, though, and commenting, like, like is it going to be bad? Is it going to be here? Is it going to be there? And I'd be like, people, I don't know. Just yeah, and you can't say that can. because you're posting as Stormdar, so it's like Stormdar. We don't know. It's like, no, that's <laughs> right. Not it. I'm like, Randall's on a plane and Corey's in a cave. They left me all alone. I'm on Versailles. I don't know. <laughs> no, anyway, it worked out well. But hey, yeah. you know, thinking uh, Christmas Day, remember how warm it got? It's like about 70 degrees. It was beautiful. The Rio Grande Village, or Rio Grande Village, or whatever, in Texas. On Christmas Day, recorded a temperature of 94 degrees. What? It is the warmest temperature ever recorded on Christmas Day in the United States. And that was this year. I had a friend that lives in Texas that commented on my post because I made a post about it being six degrees. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Fourth of July. And a friend of mine that lives, I think, around Waco, Texas. Uh huh posted she's yeah. like it is hotter than hell down here in right Texas right now i know i know it, it, it it's 94 in That's rio nuts. grande village i don't know how far rio grande village is from waco but, i don't either i don't know texas but talk about hot that is mid-july this is not christmas but i can Day. also remember christmases where it was freezing and we had four feet of snow on the ground and exactly we could barely get to family functions well, it's tw- just so weird and in 2013 we had like 13 inches of it snow ice. it's like how do we get 2013 home 2013 <laughs> was the year of ice because that was the year my daughter was born so i remember that, it well that is crazy that is but totally- even though i do remember another mildly tempt christmas yeah I mean, i'm sure there were many but 2011 
and not to be like a not I don't want to bring the I don't want to bring the mood down. My grandmother oh. died suddenly that year. Okay. On Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. Um so we had pulled into town and and my dad messaged me that he had just gotten to he was dropping her off at her apartment. And she collapsed in the hallway. Oh, no. And um but I remember we didn't have coats on i remember that it was nice out and i remember like just following the ambulance and you know like they didn't have any covers on her to take her outside um i remember we went on a christmas day we went on a carriage ride my sister's father-in-law builds big carriages that clydesdale's pool Really like beautiful. Oh my god! Carriages that, and he had some Clydesdales. He has two Clydesdales. <gasps> Those are beautiful. And I mean, our mood was low. It was a bad Christmas. You know, we right. had lost our grandma suddenly, and so Christmas sucked that year. Right. Um. So he offered to take us all on a Christmas ride, and we were like, "That sounds amazing." Sure. So I have pictures from that of us riding down Main Street, Miami, Oklahoma, with these two beautiful Clydesdales pulling us in a big wood wagon that he had built uh, and we're wearing light jackets like so it was a mild it was a sunny Christmas. day it wow was beautiful um her funeral was a couple days later and i remember not wearing coats to the funeral like standing what, outside what was this? 2011 like oh, all because the, it got really weird all after the pictures that. i have were sunny it, i mean it was chilly it was cold but we didn't need jackets or coats because it that's, was mild that's the year of the flood it, one of the, that's one of the years. So maybe that was it. Maybe it was in. I don't know if it's in spring or not. But we, yeah, we had massive rain that time. I do I remember don't that. Remember, two thousand eight was the biggie, and I think twenty eleven. I remember we was had a hot summer because we were house hunting. All right. And I remember a couple of the houses that we were looking at. Um, didn't have any utilities on. Oh, so and it, was it was really July, hot in there. And I mean, you walk in, it's like, Bleh. and I remember the realtor being like, oh, you know, we tell these homeowners they need to leave the utilities on because it makes a difference yeah. when you're looking at a house if they're comfortable or not. But anyway, right. <laughs> I remember it was super hot that year. But yeah, I I remember that Christmas being mild. I remember it. I remember the kids playing outside. I remember um, yeah. my mom and dad bought all. Of the grandkids, there was seven or eight of them at the time. Uh, these kind of bikes, they were a certain kind of bike that they could ride. Okay. And they rode them outdoors all day because it was beautiful out. You and just I don't, know. don't know anymore. I mean, I, I remember when I was young, the right after Thanksgiving. Christmas. Well, right after Thanksgiving, you'd start getting snow. You know, we've talked about this a lot on the, on the podcast, but, you know, it used to be snow, and then you'd have snow until, like, February, and then it would, like, normal, and then in March it would melt. And it's freezing it's at Christmas. Not, it doesn't do that now. Now you just never know. Yeah, I mean, 70 degrees, 94 Rio Grande That's Village? nuts. Texas? I don't know. But, yeah, our kids were playing outside yesterday, Christmas Day. <laughs> Um, no coats or anything. They were in t-shirts yeah. and I told mom, and- see, one of our traditions is like, uh, we, uh, when we had Christmas and Thanksgiving at my mother's house, we would play, uh, croquet outside. Yeah. We'd have our heavy coats on, but we would play. And I told mom, it's like, we could do it now. I, I didn't even have my 
flannel shirt on. I was like, yeah, well, you want to play? Nah, because there was leaves in the yard. We didn't do it. I think so. it was 2009 or 2010 when we had the snow blizzard. Oh, gosh. We yeah. had the blizzard on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, we took the kids sledding on Christmas Day. And oh, there's gosh. nothing more fun than going sledding on Christmas Day. Sledding, period. I, I mean, mean <laughs> sledding is fun, but February, when it's Christmas yeah. Day and it's beautifully yeah. white out... And you get to go sledding. We took all the kids sledding, but I remember it being so cold and the wind being so cold, we couldn't stay out very long. Oh, right. We only lasted a little bit and we were like, it's freezing, we're going home. Well, I just, I just keep thinking because I'm a musician and I keep playing these songs like White Christmas and Let It Snow and, and all these songs. They reference the snow coming down on Christmas Day, which hardly ever happens anymore. So there's pattern shifts going on at the, at this point, which is totally nuts. I don't know. But, but there's that whole climate change Climate thing. change, I think it is. It's about right time for your segment. Are you ready for your segment? Already? It is. We. I, that's all I have on the news. I feel like news. I've talked the whole thing, so. That's fine. That's fine. we got a good podcast. So I've done with my In Other News, so let's get to the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. Okay, this time I almost hit the chair into the table. Someday I'm going to record Rando's dance that he does to that yeah, jingle. It, it is he not, goes nuts on it, the other side of the table. It's not pretty. And he so. usually about <laughs> spills drinks yeah, and I know. knocks things I, off like, the table. And <laughs> Corey and Sherry have to start holding the table. So I'm, okay, well, I'm going to record him someday just so you is. can see Rando's dance. <laughs> All right, so it's now time for Sherry's Fun Facts. So I hope you have a few for us. I have one that's a Christmas fact. Okay. That I forgot to do. That's fine. It's Christmas postie. It's still Christmas. It was yesterday. It's, it was yesterday. Yeah. Okay. And then I have New Year's facts. Ooh, that's right. Okay. But I have okay. one that I wanted to do last week and I totally forgot. I missed it. Okay. Um, your true love is going to shell out a lot more money to buy all the items listed in the song 12 Days of Christmas this year. Oh. So I wanted to give the fun fact of how much it cost to buy. Oh, that'd be fun! Everything okay. from the Twelve Days of Christmas, <clears throat> okay. and I forgot. Oh. <laughs> um, the total cost for everything from a partridge in a pear tree on day one to twelve drummers drumming on the twelfth day is forty one thousand two hundred six dollars, which is up from the thirty eight thousand nine hundred dollars in two thousand nineteen. So it went wow. up a couple thousand, I couple think it, ten thousand yeah. actually. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> right. And you know, it just depends on what those drummers are going to charge. That's true. They're musicians and they're starving. So right? They're... <laughs> so they can charge whatever they want, right. depending on what they are. But anyway, you got $42,000 laying around. You can buy your true love, all those things on the 12 Days of Christmas Aww. list. Okay, good. <clears throat> now we'll go to New Year's Facts. Which is Saturday. Saturday, wow, okay. 2022. I know. It's so crazy. Scary. Yes. And everybody's been joking because you say it's 2022. Mm, so mm. it's going to be like 2020 because it's 2020. No, we don't also. need it to be 2020 again. Okay. So 2020 also. I almost feel like 2021 was worse than 2020. You know, for some people it was. But we won't get into it. That's okay. another podcast. Okay. 45% of Americans make New Year's resolutions. Do you make New Year's resolutions? I make New Year's revolutions. I've never made a New Year's resolution. Like I did a, once. Like it's like, this is pointless. <laughs> I mean, I think we all say stuff, but I've, I've never lose actually. Weight. Yeah, I've no, never made an actual one. Okay, no. um, the top resolutions are, of course, to lose weight, get organized, spend less, save more, stay fit, stay healthy, and to quit smoking. 
Yeah. While nearly half of all Americans make re- resolutions, yeah, 25% of them actually give up on their resolutions by the second week of January. Just 25? I would think more like 75. Right. <laughs> Some of them hang on through the whole month of January, but okay. by all the right. second week, 25 of them have they're, 25% they're of them have given up. <laughs> okay, they're done. About 1 million people gather in New York City's Times Square to watch the ball drop. The Times Square New Year's Eve ball drop came about because of a ban on fireworks. The first ball in 1907 was 700 pounds and was lit with 125 watt balls. Lights, sorry. The current ball puts the old one to shame. Today it is covered in 2,688 crystals, is lit by 32,000 LED lights, weighs 11,875 pounds. Oh my gosh. And is 12 feet in diameter. Oh my gosh. 11,000 pounds. So they used to do fireworks. Yeah. But there was complaints because the embers were floating down and landing on people. Prudes. So they moved to a ball dropping. Yeah, okay. Just some people just want to ruin everything. <laughs> right? I mean, oh my gosh, you got burnt. You're so <laughs> Inver, just get going. over yeah. it. You should be drunk enough to not notice. Right. <laughs> okay. Make sure to be surrounded by family or loved ones on New Year's Eve. The first person you come across, the very first person you come across in the new year. Could set the tone for the next 12 months. Oh. This applies to couples as well. If a couple celebrating New Year's together does not kiss at the stroke of midnight, the future of the relationship might be Splitsville. So that's why they say kiss. Be sure to ah. lay one on your significant other <laughs> at midnight. Okay. All right. The guy credited with Auld Lang Syne didn't fully write it. Robert Burns took a Scottish folk song called Old Long Sign and put his own spin on it in 1788, which is the version we all know today. Auld Lang Syne means times long past. Old Long Old song? Long Sign. Just like it sounds? S-Y-N-E. Old, oh, long, sign. S-Y-N-E, sign. I don't know what that means. Okay. I don't either, but he I'll changed it, it to old Lang Syne. A-U-L-D. Yes, which means times long past. Oh. We all know that it plays on It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. At the end of It's a Wonderful Life. Every time a bell rings, a teacher, a teacher, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> a teacher. Teacher gets her wings. No, an angel a, a nurse gets, gets her, her wings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's been a spectacle every year since, except for during World War II. So the whole ball drop thing, it's been a huge deal, except right. for World War II. Wartime restrictions put the tradition on pause. 1942 and 1943, Times Square observed a moment of silence at midnight instead of going crazy. Interesting. Can you imagine those millions of people just going silent? That would be... That'd be kind of freaky, actually. It'd be amazing to be in Times Square and it'd be silent. Right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 2,000 pounds of confetti are dropped in Times Square at midnight. But confetti night me it may not be a new concept, but in 2015, wish fetti became a part of the tradition. 
I knew what? this. I knew this. Wish, wish Fetty? People actually write their hopes and dreams and wishes. <sighs> oh. That is what that confetti is made of. It is literally made of wishes and hopes and dreams. Oh, so now all, that's fascinating. All that paper falling, people write their wishes for the new year, uh-huh. and they submit them to the wish wall. There's a wish wall in okay. Times Square. Or if you're nowhere near New York City, you can submit them online. You can go online and you could submit your wish for the year. And those wishes are written on paper, printed on paper, whatever. And then they're cut up into confetti. And that is literally what falls on the crowd at midnight. For $39.99 plus shipping and handling. No, it's totally free. Oh, it's free? Totally free. Go check it out. I don't have the website off the top of my hand, but I have looked it up. Okay. Um, You just look up New York. You can look up Wish Wall. Wish, okay, wish time, wall New Year's, or Times Square, whatever. Google Fascinating. it. Fascinating. But okay. you can go in and you can, there's a time, there's a time frame. You have to get it in by a certain time. Okay. Um, but no, they print those on paper. They something. chop them up and then they drop them at midnight. So. How about that? Okay. I thought that was cool. <clears throat> While American Samoa is one of the last places to ring in the new year. Um, mm. I don't remember the name of the place that is the first. Anyway, American Samoa is actually the second to last place to celebrate the new year um, because the other two islands are non they're uninhabited. So oh, okay. Um, right. Some tourists, you can do this. We talked about this last year, but we're going to go over it again because it's so cool. Um, if you want to ring in the new year twice. Oh, you! I remember this, but I don't remember. Okay, so you <coughs> celebrate it here okay. in America, and then you catch a plane... And you fly to American Samoa, and you'll still catch it before it hits midnight there. Okay, yeah. So you can do New Year's twice. If you didn't, you know, if you had a bad run the first time, you can get a (laughs) do-over. How could you? Okay, never mind. Because they're so far away. Right. The time zones. Yeah, and you could fly there faster. Yeah, okay. All right. So you go from Samoa to American Samoa. If you start off in Samoa and then you go to American Samoa, then you can celebrate it twice. <laughs> Hop on crazy. a plane, you're like, you know what? That one stunk. Let's do it again. <laughs> do overs. We need do overs. Yeah. Okay. Everybody talks about eating. Uh, was it black eyed peas? Yeah, black eyed peas. And, what else? What's the uh, other thing. Oh shoot! Yeah, there's like a list of things. Like you got to eat that on the things. first. Yeah. There's two things that people eat. Black eyed peas is the one. Black eyed peas is the main one I know. Okay, but. Stay away from lobster and chicken. Do not eat lobster or chicken on the new year. Because Those are bad luck. Why? Um, according to superstition, of course. If Because uh, a lobster's ability to move backward, they walk backward. Oh. And a chicken's ability to scratch itself backwards. So if you eat either of those... You won't be able to move forward. And you go back to 2021, <laughs> which is horrible. So here's what I have to say to that. <laughs> okay, what? Bring on the bacon. Eat all the <laughs> pork you want. I'm definitely going to have ham left pork over. Pork is the- an amazing thing. <laughs> Just avoid the chicken and lobster. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Until, um, until the third. Right? You're good. <laughs> then you're good. Yeah. The reason January is called January is actually kind of deep. Um, I actually did some digging on this because some things said it was because of Julius Caesar um, because he was the first one to make it a national holiday but it was actually named for the Roman god Janus J-A-N-U-S 
Um, that's what they say. But it's okay. actually rooted in the Latin word ianua, which means door. Okay. I'm probably not saying that right, but ianua, ianua. Anyway, yeah. the name was chosen to symbolize the opening of a new door that happens when the new year begins. Okay. So there was a couple other things that had to do with Julius Caesar and Roman, and there was first. But anyway, it fascinating. The one I found says the Latin word I knew, I knew a, because it means door. Okay. Open the new door. All right. This is my last one. Okay. For everyone who's going to go out partying on New Year's Eve. Some tri- will, some won't, but yes. Some won't. Triple A to this day will offer free rides home. Yes, I have heard that. Yes, they do it every year. There's probably a lot of cab companies that will do it too. Yeah. I've heard of a lot of cab companies that will offer free rides home. Do not drink and drive. Stay where you're at. Stay put till the next day. If you must leave where you're at, call AAA. They will give you a free ride home. And if you have to imbibe, make sure you have a designated driver. Yes. That does not drink. And I think the bars will give free soda. They give soda. free, yes. They free will usually give free water. non-alcoholic drinks all night long if you're the designated driver. Yeah, if you driver. tell them you're the designated driver, they can drink Pepsi and root beer or whatever they have, or lemonade or whatever. Collect everyone's keys yes. and be yes. the designated driver. Just be safe. You, you want to go into don't the new stupid. year. Don't be stupid. Yeah, don't be stupid. It's and not worth it to risk your life or someone else's. That's the thing, because people say, I'm fine. Well, the problem is you may hurt somebody else. Yeah. And I, I know we're harping on this, but you know. Buzzed driving is, is drunk, drunk driving. driving. Do not do it. You know, and I'm sure when you were a nurse and stuff, you saw a lot. <laughs> New Year's Eve was a always lot. a busy day for us in the ER, and it's sad. It's, yeah. It shouldn't be. It's wrecks and stuff. I mean, isn't pretty much any holiday like a risk I mean, there's holidays that are bigger drinking holidays. You know, you got like St. Patrick's Day. Well, Fourth of July, too. Yeah, New people, Year's the Eve. Burn, Those you are get the fireworks. Burns. Those yeah. are firework injuries. But honestly, St. Patrick's Day, New Year's Eve, those were the biggest drinking holidays. Just don't. We would see Just don't. injuries. It's, it's, not, so, it, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Go have a good time. I'm all for that. Do whatever you want to do, but let somebody else drive I've you home. I've been to many parties, and there's no alcohol, and I have the best time. We I've never games. actually been to an alcohol party. Well, uh, no, I don't mean an alcohol party, well, but you know, it's a party. I was like, I was raised yeah. in a in a Christian home, yeah. and we spent every New Year's Eve playing board games. Board games are great till midnight, I love and oh my gosh, we laughed so hard. We would have some cousins <laughs> over. We would play board games until midnight, and then we would shoot off fireworks yep. at midnight. Yeah. My dad loves those Saturn missiles. Oh, I remember you talking about yes, this. Yes, the most yes. annoying firework <laughs> ever known your dad lo- to man. I can't believe your dad loves those. That's There's great. There's those annoying things that go, beer, 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 beer. That's yeah, the they're ones. annoying. Trust me. He would buy a hundred <laughs> oh, shot no. on 4th of July. Well, this is back when firework places weren't open year-round. Now oh, you right. can go buy fireworks year-round. Exactly. Um, yeah. There's a place just outside my hometown in Joplin oh, that sells fireworks year-round. But anyway, he would hold back a hundred shot every year from 4th of July just so he could shoot it off on New Year's on Eve. On New Year's, And we yeah. lived out in the country, so... Right, so it was okay. So we can shoot off fireworks year-round. Um, but we've been known to bang pots and pans. <laughs> 
whatever. That's to an make Oklahoma noise. thing. It is. You go outside and, and you freak the cows out. Oh, no. <laughs> the poor cows. If you have cows and, and livestock, they don't like fireworks too much. So. I didn't think so. You know, they don't like thunder. So, you they know, definitely they, don't like thunder. They don't, you know, but ew. anyway. Anyway, so just be have safe. Have fun. Be safe. Yeah. Now, we'll be doing, uh, I know I'm going to say this in the outro or whatever, but uh, Corey and I are off. We've said that next week. So the the podcast, we're going to find a day. You guys are going to go away for the weekend. Uh, it may be Monday or Tuesday. It may be when later. We do it. Yeah, gonna, maybe a couple of days take, later. We're going to take a very much needed break. Yeah, and me too. I just because I don't have to get up and do stuff. So anyway, I think it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's an easy word. Oh, good. So. You went easy on me. Yeah. I just realized I hadn't even looked at it. Well, no, that's what we want. We don't want you to look at it together. <laughs> so, Shara, what is this week's final of the year word? Weather word of the week. Blue norther. That's it. Is a blue norther. So what is a blue norther? A term used for a strong cold front in the southern plains of the United States that drops temperatures very quickly and has strong gust winds just behind the front. Yeah, it happens more in the southern states. Uh, Therefore, where they're not really used to like powerful fronts, so this 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 thing coming in, which, which that we think is coming in next week, is not technically a blue norther. It's not going to hit the southern states, but it may graze you know braze us just a little bit. Yeah, blue norther. I can't believe. I think I think we actually started doing weather words of the week on episode eleven because that's where my records really? go back to. <laughs> well, I mean, I have all this logged. And I think because I was still trying to figure out the podcast, how we how are we doing? I need the to podcast? go back and listen to some of your very first podcasts. I've got all of them. Oh yeah, well you, everybody has access to them. I now. haven't listened to some of the very first ones. I have to admit, it's fascinating. And I think now I have I have here. I don't think it's on SoundCloud, but I I I have the very first one, and I have all these. I was only a guest host. Yeah, that first year or two. Yeah, you come in occasionally. If and I happened to have the day off, I would come on. But yeah. most of the time, it was just the two. Of and them. then look, now you're you've been promoted. now y'all are stuck with me every <laughs> single week. I'm so sorry. Yeah, which is actually good because if you know, if Corey's working 12 hours a day and working until 10 o'clock at night. I mean, I know nothing about weather. You don't but, need to. That's my job. Know, I can. That's my job. I can provide comedic entertainment. No. Uh, yeah, well, you're you're the before we yeah. go. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because yesterday was Christmas. Uh-huh. What was your favorite memory from Christmas this year? This year? This year. What something that happened that was there anything spectacular that happened or just a this good year. memory that you'll remember? Well, off, see off the top of my head cuz we didn't get to do Christmas last year. Yeah, that's right. Because that's... of COVID, we all we stayed home and we spent didn't. it. We didn't. In... I mean, What's the memory for me this year? This is the first year I have hosted Christmas for the family. That's awesome. I think. I got to go get my mother. She didn't have to do a thing. That is amazing. And the kids come up and I made the tur- I'm, the ham. I made the ham. I made the mashed potatoes. I made all this. I decorated because I wanted to host it. And that's the memory. We're still working on trying to get our grandparents to stop doing everything. Like, well. We, we've gotten really adamant about making them sit down. 
sit down. <laughs> you know, the oven starts beeping. We're like, sit down. I'll get it. <laughs> like, no, I think my mom liked it because I think she said once we were eating, she goes, I don't have to do anything. I could just sit. Just like, exactly. That's well, the whole every idea. every year there's a huge fight because they tell it. They go sit down. They make all the food and then they go <laughs> sit down and they tell everybody else to start eating. We're like, no, no, no. You go first. You made all the food. And they refuse. And so oh, eventually no, no. I'm the same way. we start making our food. But no, this year we were adamant. We sat down. Oh, no and way. And they were all saying, you know, we did the blessing. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, everybody make your plates. And they start wandering out of the room. We're like, uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> nope. Get in here. Make your plates. I was like, sit down. Everybody sit down. We all found chairs in the living room. We're like, we ain't moving until your plates are fixed. See, so they were forced to make their food because we were going to sit there and let it get cold. See, I think that is, honestly, I think that is like a host thing because I made the food. I wanted everybody else to get their right. food first. But they're 87, 88 years old. Yeah. We want You don't them. think they're going to have enough food by the time everybody gets Right. We <laughs> want them to eat. Like, you yeah. take a break. Yeah, I mean, they didn't make all the food. We, we all help now. Yeah, but, you bring it. But they so. did a lot. Mm. And they host. They provide the house. So it's like, sit down, less. Because yeah. every year we always go to my mom's, which is fine. But she's used to doing all the work. She's used and- to, you know, and she was so sweet. I know she's probably going to be embarrassed because she definitely listened to the podcast. But we're down here and she's like, she's like telling me how to, how to do, the, do the ham, which I love because I've never done it. So she's coaching me. Okay, now you put it in the bag. You got to put flour in the bag. Why do you got to put flour in the bag? So it won't explode. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, you put flour in the, like a tablespoon of flour and you shake it up. And even the directions say that because it'll keep the bag from splitting. I'm like, how does it do that? Ours isn't cooked in a bag. Oh, I I cook it in a bag. We went over this for Thanksgiving. They make it in like a new wave oven. Uh, so they take it all out of the wrapping and they put it in this new wave oven and it's i mean granddad was starting it at like 9 a.m oh my and, gosh and it was done by 11 11 30 super fast well, like an instapot type of thing it's kind of it was one of those you know i don't have an instapot everybody i know has an instapot and they say you need to get an instapot but i'm just Nowadays, i just live alone the new thing is the air fryer though like we have an uh, instapot but we don't use it near as much as our air fryer my favorite memory. Okay. Yes. What is yours? Okay. So we went to, I mean, I my whole Christmas. I love Christmas. I love the whole feeling of all the feel, family being together. It's all great. But we went to my, we always go to my mom's for dinner. We spend uh, daytime with Corey's family and then the evening with my mom and my sister. Um, so my niece, who is 19, she had this amazing idea that she wanted it to last longer she's like you know oh, okay yeah. we hand out the gifts and then everybody's opened them and it's all over in five minutes and then we don't know what each other got she's like let's make it last longer you know let's each one person she had some big plan of one at a time opening gifts well we took it to the next level oh okay here we go i should post the video to stormdar <laughs> i posted it to my personal facebook and it's gotten a lot of uh feedback but <laughs> So we handed, I'm like, okay, well, that's a lot of work. Let's just hand out one present at a time. We'll start from the front of the tree, you know, and hand each person. Okay. So we handed one present out. It's like, okay, whoever was first right there at the front of the tree, you get this present. We all watched them open the present. But we were, we were having fun. We start cheering for that person. We're like, <laughs> oh, we got a pair of shoes. Yahoo. Okay. It was so <laughs> Fun. I was videoing. I know Corey got some more video than I did. We were laughing so 
hard and it did christmas lasted longer it took us like 30 45 minutes to get through all the presents so every single present every present we handed out one at a time oh gosh and every person (laughs) as they opened it we cheered we hollered we screamed (laughs) we commented if it was a pair of socks we went nuts (laughs) we're like whoa I mean, we cheered for every single gift, which made the person opening it get, you know, a little bit of attention. Right. But we were laughing so hard. But at the same time, it was fun, but it was a good memory. We know what everybody got. I know what every single person got at my mom's yeah. house this year. That would make sense because, you know, if you hand all the presents out so everybody opens it. Which like we usually can, do. Yeah, you nobody know? can see who's My mom got what. hands out and these little get a pile of gift and they rip through them. And I've got five kids, so right. I'm trying to watch all five kids opening gifts. I'm like, oh, what was that? Wait, what was that? What did you get? Show me. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to take pictures and watch them and I can't even open my own stuff. And we will forever do that. That we will sounds forever like forever do that. My dad starts with reading the Bible story. Okay. From as long as I can remember when I was a kid, we cannot open a single gift until he read the story from the Bible. Just tradition, starting yeah. Starting with the whole in the days of Augustus, you know, Caesar Julius Caesar account, you know, called for the tax and blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah. He reads the whole story to us. Um but yeah, I'm like forevermore we are going to do this this way. Because it was a blast. We had so much fun. And, I mean, we laughed. And there's just nothing better than laughing with your family. It's true. Fam- the family that laughs together stays together. You are so right. If you can't laugh and have fun, then Cause there you need so, to step back. There are so many families that are so divided. And it doesn't need yeah. to be that. The whole idea of Christmas and getting together is to be a one. Put all that aside. Put it I aside. I don't agree 100% with my parents. I don't agree 100% with my sister. Right. We don't have, you know, we don't do political. We don't no. do none of that. No, That's leave that all out. outside for Christmas. This is us being together as a family. You're a family. Exactly. And honestly, losing our grandmother on Christmas Eve I that one bring year. bring it down again. You know, no, no, but I mean, it brought <laughs> yeah, things it brought everybody together. to terms. It was like, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Yes. You know, we, oh, she yeah. was, my dad was going to pick her up to bring her to Christmas Eve celebration. Wow. You know, and, wow. and she didn't make it. It's like, what a crazy thing that was. And we didn't expect that this, that year. So it's like, cherish every moment you get with yeah. your family because you don't know what tomorrow holds and think at the end of this week i still can't believe 2022 seriously time is flying by 2008 seemed like a big number i remember when the the year the whole y2k y2k because i is my computer going to i mean i remember that it's going to be 22 years later. I worked at a Where hospital, of course, go? in Y2K. And so I remember them coming around. Got to fix your computer. Reprogramming <laughs> every, all of the computers to make sure they would roll over. And we still didn't know, you know, we didn't have certainty. We all thought we were going to come in that next morning and our computers would be crashed and all of our information nah, gone. And... Yeah, but you know what it is? I mean, on, in computer world, 
it's like a code about this long that they just need to go and tell the code. That's yeah. all it is. <laughs> I don't know what they did, but they came in and typed something and put a new program on all our and you had to And you had to work. And they worked just yeah. fine. Unfortunately, we were hoping they'd call us and say, sorry, the computers are down. But <laughs> I get a day off. I can go. Unfortunately, there's still patients and wanting care. That, imagine that. <laughs> they don't leave on Christmas Eve. They're still no. sick and they don't magically get healed for Christmas Eve. So. Yeah. Well, this just went off the rails, didn't it? <laughs> Sorry, that was my fault. No, no, you're you're good. I I'm love just glad you're here. This Christmas. is awesome. Christmas is good. I love it, love it, love it. It's my yeah. favorite time of the year. There's just something in the whole atmosphere. It is, you know, I and I think it. I think of the Hughes because they have over fifty kids and fifty it's Whew. like, Oh my gosh, talk about Christmas. Oh my gosh. But now if you're in Branson at all, I mean there's still places Tons to go. Of shows going. Sh- shows are going. So my son City's went open. to work at ten thirty this morning to the track and the track is still running. There's st- a track is still running? It's wow. been nice out, so why not? That's a good point. You know, and then Saturday or Friday night is New Year's Eve. The Hughes always have their big New Year's Eve extravaganza. There's a couple of shows that do a yeah, big New they Year's do their, Eve. Yeah, and party. it's family friendly. They don't serve alcohol. Yep. So you can come if you're here. We're gonna get the heck out of Dodge for that. You're going to go away. Uh, I'm going to go to Oklahoma for New Year's. I'm going to be with Marilyn's group. We have like the double digit. I'll explain all that later. But yeah, it's going to be with her on New Year's Day. It's just going to be new. And just set your intention and be positive for 2022. Go into everything with a positive attitude. That's it. It's it's mind over matter. I think that's a good If you go into it thinking things are going to be bad, you're going to get what you wish for. Yep. Be positive. I think I think that's a good wrap up, don't you think? Perfect. It is. Merry Christmas, <laughs> New Year, Happy New Year. Yes, have a very we love all of Happy our New Year. We will be and the Corey will be back, and it it it's going to be just nuts. We're going to have to have Grace uh, Garen on. Garen's going to yep. join us one of these days. So that'll be, that, maybe that'll be our new. He has to job shadow. Yeah. The Branson High School. Um, if your finals exempt, if you haven't had too many absences, and you've kept your grade point average up to a certain level throughout the year. You can be finals exempt. So Gary so, needs to do this. So he didn't have to take finals. He got to get out of school instead of the Ooh. 17th or 18th like everybody else got out. He got out the 15th. Good. And he didn't have to take finals. But he has to job shadow or he has to do some community service. He's going to job shadow so here. So he's going to job shadow Stormdar. So yeah, let him be on the podcast. So next, yeah. Well, I need to give him some duty then. Oh yeah, just definitely put him to work. Oh, that'll we be gotta fun. Make him we got to make him learn to read the radar or something. He's got to make oh, it a yeah. job shadow. I think he probably knows how to read the radar. Probably, <laughs> probably much better than me. He's way smarter than me. Anyway, this is our our final thing of this year. Like I said, the title of this is Sayonara 2021. So we will see I'm you. Sad. Next like year. I don't want to say goodbye. I do. I want to get into next well, year. I mean. <laughs> Like for the podcast. Do you remember when, when oh, well, you were a teenager we're have it next year, yeah. and you were talking to your boyfriend on the phone and you're like, I never no, had you a boyfriend. Hang- <laughs> yeah, I never had <laughs> like your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. No, I said, okay, bye. And just like, <laughs> because that's how I am. Well, I'm, I'm pretty Corey black and, and white. I were high school sweethearts and I'm pretty sure we had that argument. Oh, gosh. Many yeah. a conversation of, no, you hang up first. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'll sad. play the birds. I don't want to say goodbye. Well, for we're the not year. saying goodbye. I no. know. 
I do. It feels like it, though. <laughs> okay. Well, I think the best thing to do is probably wrap this up <laughs> for now. Probably just better say goodbye and get it over with. Okay. <laughs> do All it right. and run. Oh, yes. So, I guess be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page. And be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next year. Next year. Which is a week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Bye.